Welcome to The Intentional Bride, a space created to nurture your heart in God's love. Let's get intentional. Hey and welcome to another episode of The Intentional Bride. Yet another Sunday, I thank God that I am here. I don't take it for granted. I give God all the glory and all the honor. Today, I have a special, special guest. Her name is Nyateto. Nyateto is a wife, a mother, and also a co-founder of Nifty Works Plus. In addition to this, Teto happens to be a, a very good friend of mine, like a sister in the Lord. And a few years ago, about two years ago, uh, me, her, and her sister decided to form a community to just grow in God's love and in understanding of his word. And we've kept this up and we've been doing it every day. And we are just about to finish the Bible. So it's been a space of encouragement and of growth and of just inspiration. So backstory, when I met Teto, her relationship with God, I mean, she was aware of who God was, but her relationship with God was very young and through this platform we bonded and I think more so because me and her sister had started bonding over the, our love for Jesus and she had started to see the change in her sister's life so she was intrigued and she was interested and so she plugged in and so here we are today Teto's life is completely turned around 360 degrees so I just want to welcome her welcome Teto to my podcast thank you Wabani thank you for having me on your show great yes I'm so excited to have you here, Teto. I know, I know it's it's a lot, but I'm excited, excited. That's good. So, okay, so today I want us to discuss your journey and how God's love has transformed you. So okay. we'll start simple. We'll say, what does what does Jesus mean to you and what does his love for you mean? All right. Um he, Jesus has become a very close companion to me. Mm, I don't see how anyone could not invite Jesus into their life. So for you, he's, you don't see how you, you, you would exist without him before, but you were existing to some extent. You are aware of his knowledge, but you are not maybe necessarily as close as you are today with him. If you think about Teto then and Teto now, what would you say are some of the key differences or what made that relationship just change drastically? Um, the main difference was the Teto then was a lukewarm Christian where you know the teachings, you go to church, you do... Uh, devotions here and there, but you're not committed every day. And um, the title now does the devotionals every day, prays every day. And that has made me know Jesus for myself, not for what the pastor told me, what my sister told me or whoever told me, but for myself, reading the Bible, has made me understand him for myself. That's the main difference. That's amazing because from what I hear is that awareness of his love for you just became real and you're able yes, to plug into that. 
Yes. So once you read the Bible and you do the devotions, all that now starts making sense. Mm. And now you understand him for yourself, not through someone else. I think what you said is so important because a lot of people wait for Sunday and they wait for their local prophet and, and, and pastor to come and speak the word over their life. But what is so beautiful is that if you actually opened up yourself to relationship with God, that you would be aware for his, of his plan for your life. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, I agree. It's, it's you and him. No one else. And he can't, yes, he'll tell a prophet words for you, but eventually you have to learn to seek him out for yourself. Yeah, seek him out for yourself. So what would you say to the person who maybe was where you are when I first came into your house and you're like, "Hmm, I've noticed some changes in my sister and I'm interested, what's this Jesus about? What would you say to that person, you know, like to encourage them that this thing, this Jesus, he's real, he's tangible and he, he exists? Um, I would encourage them to look for a more mature person than them who has worked with the Lord and ask them if they could work with them with this faith life. That means if it's... um reading the Bible every day or getting a devotional where they could read. So that person can hold them accountable because what worked for us is um, we have a small team and we read um, the Bible every day and we share every day. So we hold each other accountable. That really helped. You're not doing it by yourself because once you do it by yourself, you forget, or you say, I'll do it tomorrow. We need an accountability partner. We need to seek out an accountability partner. And what would be some of the qualities they should look for in an accountability partner so that they don't also end up being religious and so that they more focus more on growth in Christ? That's a tricky question because you think... Um, Everyone is for you. But one of the qualities is um, they know God for themselves as well. And they can show you how to do it. They're not just preaching to you. They are telling you, read this, tell me your thoughts, and then now you can discuss. You don't want someone talking down on you. You want someone who's relatable. Yeah, that is so interesting. You don't want somebody who also is imposing their realities of Christ on you. And you also don't want somebody who come and it becomes an unhealthy relationship where it becomes dependent. You become dependent on the person. I think Mm -hmm. it's it's important that this person empowers you to get to know Christ for yourself so that you can also develop your gifts, your talents, and your purpose in him. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, I can say when when God put me into you and your sister's life, I was I didn't feel equipped. I just gone through some things. 
and you guys happen to be going through some things so i was like okay i can share my lessons and we can we can grow together and i think that uh, based on that we were able to actually just be the, the perfect balance because i feel like i've also learned so much from you guys and i've also grown and you guys hold me accountable because you also you guys are very structured so for me who sometimes i struggle with structure when i when i'm i'm not as consistent on the group you're you're happy to come back and call me out and be like share your highlights share whatever you need to be sharing and it keeps me on toes so i would also just want to add that as well for looking for an accountability partner so mm-hmm. i want to dive a bit deeper tato what has your relationship with god as a wife done to your home So now you've gone you've become serious with God you brought this Jesus into your household what did that do for your marriage for your family um what did it do we sort of um let go of the wheel and Jesus took over because we were struggling financially and that put a strain on our marriage and we had to go through that phase and if we didn't if i didn't know jesus the way i know him now we wouldn't have survived because it's a very tricky stressful moment when a couple is financially strained because mm. there's a lot of tension in the home so that really helped us to come down and uh and not point fingers at each other it's relax everything happens for a reason we are going through this for a reason that's so powerful thank you for sharing that because i i i also went through a season with my husband as well where financially we were very constrained and it's interesting because when god introduced me to you i was still in the season and you are also going through it so i was saying to you god is able but you know i was also in the same boat so i was struggling i didn't know but god really has has a has a way of of turning things around and yes. it's important for the listener for me to really highlight what she has just said no matter what the struggle is maybe it's not financial maybe it's a different type of struggle the minute you introduce jesus into your marriage he has a way of just calming the situation down and just taking the wheel and just you know i like what you said you let go of the control and you you let jesus take over do you have any regrets of taking that approach no regrets whatsoever yeah <laughs> no 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 it's it's karma um yes we still went as in the season wasn't removed from us we had to learn how to go through it we had to learn how to go through the storm and just know that jesus is our center so for the listener who's like how did you get your husband to let go as well and calm down yet his his ability you know everything about him is you know he he will be challenged by such a situation how did you get him to plug in i'll say it's not me who made him i'll say it's, it's jesus who did because as we all know you can't change anyone 
Um, it's God who does the changing. And um, probably saw the change in me. And then you start discussing, oh, you've changed, what's going on? And then you start telling him what's going on. And you decide or decide this is where you're going to go. Because you've hit rock bottom. What else is there left to do? As in you're at the bottom, the only thing that you have to do is crawl out of the pit. So you have to do it together. And Jesus is the one who made us do that. It wasn't by own might. Wow, that's powerful. That's that's actually that's where the power is. You hit rock bottom, there's nothing left to do. So Jesus is the only option. I say this all the time. Jesus is literally the only option. Like I don't understand how guys are thriving out here without this Jesus of mine. So I love how you said that he noticed a change in you. And it's so important for me also to highlight as a woman in the home, the best preaching you can give your husband is by your actions. Let him see it in the way you walk, the way you're carrying yourself, how you're different and you emanate peace from within. And he will be drawn to that as a light. But if you think that you need to be grabbing your Bible, preaching at him, condemning him, harassing him, it's not going to work. The best message you can send is the one that is sent in your actions. So that's right. Yes. Yes. So would you also explain to guys that it takes time? It's it's also, it it involves a lot of patience. (laughs) But a lot of patience is involved, yes. It takes so much time. I think um, for me, it was... Oh, I've started praying. Oh, I've started reading the Bible. So you expect immediate change. And it is a process. Oh, my word. And that's not the other thing that I had to learn was patience. And it's God thing. You can't rush it. And you'll have to go through that walk. I think that was the biggest lesson of patience. And it's in God's timing. No rush. It takes me back to my season. My season lasted, I think, a total of about two and a half, three years. It was the longest three years of my life. And it's long. I remember thinking to God, okay, it's okay. You you designed for me to be broke for the rest of my life. That's fine. That's fine. I'll just serve you. I had reached rock bottom, but it was at my complete end. That's why I began to see him show up for me. So it is a process. There's no microwave. There's no, no, no. God. Yeah. No. There's no, and isn't it important to also say there's no bribing him? All these seeds of prosperity, yeah. all these things you're doing, thinking that God will respond to that. It doesn't work like that. It's not a transaction. Mm-hmm. It's a time you have to humble yourself completely yes. and say, come. With nothing. Mm. That's so true. And what would you say during that process has changed the most in your life during that time process? Uh, That process, that process Mm. was painful. I will not lie. Mm. It was painful, painful, painful. Um, 
patience and uh, his faithfulness. Yeah. We, we got up in the morning and we were able to do what we needed to do. It's not easy to have walked your journey, maybe not as severely or maybe not as long, but I've walked a journey and it was, it's something else. And it's an additional thing you don't want to have to deal with. But one thing I want to highlight is above the pain, above whatever it brings, is when you really understand who God is. And if there's a time you will have intimacy with him and connection with him, it's during these seasons. Because when things sort of settle down and then he, you know, now you're all moved in, you're comfortable. It's harder sometimes to have, I must admit, to have that close connection that you shared when you were in that season. So enjoy the season, even as he removes you out of it. I know I say enjoy, but enjoy it because when the time is done, you're going to be like, you know what, God, I miss that, you know, that dependency. It's not that you don't have it because now he'll have you doing other things and tasking you doing other things. He'll be busy doing his business, you know. You'll be working for him. But now in that season of survival, that's usually a very beautiful season. And I do miss the the, the way it brought out, our, the way it forged our relationship. It's not the same. Uh, It'll never be the same again, if that makes sense. It does, but hey, it's a, it's a very, very painful process. I think for me, yes, yes. I, I don't even want to go back there. Yes. Yes, I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> so, any final words? How would you encourage guys? Like, I'll say, if no longer, do not sit on the fence. Decide if you're in or out. Don't be a lukewarm Christian. That's what I would say. Because we all, we all lukewarm Christians until something happens in your life or someone like Waboni walks into your life and tells you, no, there's a better way to do this. So pick out devotional, look out for someone else who's more mature than you in the Christian life and start talking to them. Yeah, that's true. Start somewhere, start somewhere, just start. Start by reading a chapter a day. Yeah, that's you know, just say uh, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Say that. Listen to inspiring yeah. content, and slowly by slowly, your your spirit will be strengthened and you will grow. God has come through for me and Teto. Our lives are not the same. He has over and above exceeded our expectations of his abilities. I think we can agree to that, Teto. Yes, we agree. Life happens. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to be broken down yeah. to so that the essence of you can come out. That's that true. is the main point. The, you, yes. the real you has to come out. I'd like to finish this podcast by reminding you, James 1, consider it nothing but joy, my brothers and sisters, when you fall into various trials be assured that the testing of your faith produces endurance. The amplified version emphasizes and says, leading to spiritual maturity and inner peace. And let endurance endurance have its perfect result and do a thorough work 
so that you may become you may be perfect and completely developed in your faith lacking nothing so you're absolutely right teto it's all about your true essence coming through thank you for tuning in and i hope you can make this space a home for your heart